podcast number 38, February 19th, 2023. Greetings all. I am Paula Bach, author of Rescue the Teacher, Save the Child, and it's good to be Bach. Well, actually, it's good to be back too. As always, please hit the share button at any time. This podcast follows the written version of my blog with additional extemporaneous thoughts and editorials. Read one and listen to the other for a complete understanding of today's message. Well, I'm Bach. <sighs> it's been almost four months since I posted on Substack. Steeped in delusions of grandeur, a great hypothesis for my absence could be I was too busy touring the nation, speaking on how we can fix American education. Or even better, I was finishing up my second book of real solutions for failing universities as they prepare their newest graduating class of ill-equipped teachers. And what would the title of my book be? Very simple, how to navigate classroom management when no one in higher education really knows how. <laughs> Absurdly long title. And fortunately or unfortunately, the book only lives in my head. What is the real reason for my absence? Quite frankly, I'm discouraged. Does America even care that the lack of integral childhood education is leaving our children with a future dimly lit? Words, words, and more words, but no actions or, or real solutions. And then Facebook Meta reached out to me in such a sweet and endearing way. Re it was regarding my Facebook page, of course, called Rescue the Teacher. And this is what Meta had to say. A third party is challenging you on the authenticity of your ownership of this page. You must reply immediately or this page will be shut down permanently. <laughs> wow, can that really happen? I followed the prompts to prove my identity so my page could live yet another day. What third party would assert my Facebook page was not authentically mine with the agenda of shutting down my page? Well, <laughs> offhand, I can think of at least four to five individuals and perhaps even one or two institutions. My aha moment? If someone is trying to cancel me, my blog's podcasts must pose somewhat of a significant threat to a secular progressive agenda. Thank you, whoever you are, for trying to erase me from Facebook. I am now motivated to keep writing. With complete transparency, I taught in the public schools for 46 years and absolutely loved my career. In my 46th year, however, I was forced out. Well, <laughs> Who am I kidding? I was fired. In my research, I discovered seasoned, successful public school teachers were victimized by their administration's systematic harassment. And that was the case with me. To what purpose? Driving those teachers out of education permanently. A tenured teacher cannot be fired without cause. However, tenured teachers can and are driven out of education at the whims of administrators. These administrators plot to sow seeds of distrust with any staff who is not considered young or in many cases, male. 
I decided the remainder of my life should be spent in warning other career teachers of this tenuous behavior. In that same plight to expose administrators' misconduct, also cautioning parents regarding their vitriol complaints and at the same time encouraging school boards to exemplify fierce advocacy on behalf of their teachers. Additional transparency is warranted. I'm not religious, but I do have a relationship with Jesus Christ. As a Christian educator, I carefully navigated the treacherous political waters of public education since my first teaching position in 1971. I've seen Christmas celebrated and canceled. I've watched children who loved school digress into hating it with a passion. Bullying, while always present, progressed from incidental situations to all-out felony threats and assaults. I've witnessed the good things, too. Inclusion of special needs children into the classroom. A place for English as a second language, or ESL, students to assimilate into our culture. And the birth of Black History Month in 1986. My biggest adjustment in those 46 years? Well, there were a lot of them. But first and foremost, I believe this one is the most important to me. The God of Christians and Jews was told to leave the building. With God vacating American public schools, we have to ask, have our nation's academic scores improved? Has bullying disappeared? Are we producing children who demonstrate compassion and empathy for others? Has violence in our schools and on our streets decreased? In 1962, the Supreme Court informed God he was no longer relevant in the public schools, so we, as a culture, showed him the door. As a choral music educator, yes, I taught choirs, the mention of God in any music I presented had to be followed with explanations for the religious, the agnostic, and the atheist. But I didn't mind those explanations. Whereas my faith has always been my compass, I understood my classroom was no longer filled with like-minded singers. The willingness to sing music written by historical composers dedicated to their church and Christian faith had dissipated. So my topic, the captivated and captured student. When I taught in Nebraska, our principal cautioned all of us teachers against making students feel uncomfortable in our classrooms. Our captivated students were also captured. Students whose life choices, faith walk or lack thereof, and culture did not always coincide with their instructors. And these students did not have the means or courage to remove themselves from instruction, which challenged their upbringing. Thus, the term captured. I believe today's children are more captured than captivated than at any time in the history of American education. I wish this cautionary tale of how all students should be treated were the case today Unfortunately, in many school districts, teachers are free to mix in their liberal ideology with their subject matter. In my opinion, the majority of these ideological points of view are secular progressive. 
According to yourdictionary.com, secular progressive is defined as a non-religious person or organization that promotes and supports liberal change and reform. These instructors are not afraid to openly demonstrate their biases. This progressive approach has created classrooms where conservative thought students and their parents have no voice in how English literature, math, science, or history are taught. In many cases, freedom of thought and expression are only granted to those who support the left-leaning agenda. In the next few weeks, I will explore ways we, as a nation, can begin to repair our broken educational system. <laughs> and who am I to be so bold as to think I have solutions? Well, frankly, I'm old. I spent 13 years in the public schools as a student, six years at a post-secondary university earning two education degrees, and 46 years as an educator. Does that up? add up to 100? I'm just joking. Been there, done that, and have many t-shirts commemorating my experiences. What is first and foremost? We need to understand the captured student scenario and provide all our students with an education void of political influence. Perhaps only then American education will progress to a number one standing from the rank of 11th in the world in science and 30th in math. This according to Kimberly Amadeo's report in The Balance, U.S. and World Economies. So I'm going to give you a little peek into my next podcast, American Education. Where has it been? Where is it now? And where is it going? Please purchase my book today. I'd love it if you did. Rescue the Teacher, Save the Child. It amplifies students, teachers, parents, and administrators' points of views. You can find it on Amazon, Barnes and & Noble, and, and here's the truth, a truth that I think is really important to remember. Educators do not commit their passion to teach, believing untold wealth awaits them. The purposely concealed story? National teacher shortage is due to a dominating, hostile work environment created by the people educators serve. Order your copy today. There's a link on my blog, and I will also put a link on my podcast. It has won two wonderful awards, the winner of the 2020 Top Shelf and 2022 Mainstream Media Nonfiction Book Award. And one of the reviews off of Amazon simply states, excellent and informative handbook for parents and educators alike. I like that review. I would be happy to address your school, district, school board, or teacher's college. Rescue the Teacher, Save the Child is equipped with thoughtful questions at the end of most chapters designed for students, parents, teachers, and administrators. Let's encourage a national conversation on education reform. You can reach me at rescuetheteacher at yahoo.com. That's rescue the teacher, all one word, at yahoo.com. Thank you.